Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah and we glorify Him and we thank Him for His countless blessings. And we testify that there is nothing worthy of worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that His last and final messenger is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam that He sent to all of humanity until the end of time. I remind myself and all of you with me to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inwardly and outwardly, in private and in public. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands in many places in the Quran, one of which and where He commands the believers, O oh, you who believe, be mindful of Allah as is His due, and die not except in a state of complete submission. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us guidance for all situations and states. Whatever state the believers find themselves in, until the end of time, the guidance is in the Book of Allah and in the Sunnah of His Messenger And where we find ourselves now, we have to ask ourselves, what are the virtues that are being called for in our times? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, He commands the believers in the Qur'an, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, the nida, the call is to the believers, istainu bis sabri was salah. Seek help through patience and prayer. Inna Allah ma'asabirin. Then the reminder that indeed Allah is with those who are patient. And the words of the Prophet where he tells us and he teaches us about the hierarchy of virtues. He says, Sabru min al iman, min al jasad. That sabr, patience, this fortitude, vis a vis iman, is like the body is like the head is to the body. It is the place of the head to the body. And so believers are called upon to be people of fortitude with difficulty. The Prophet ﷺ teaches us in a beautiful hadith about the twin virtues of the mu'min. And he tells us about the state of the affair of the believer. And the Prophet ﷺ calls our attention in the beginning with the phrase, mu'min," How wondrous is the affair of the believer. How amazing is the state of the believer. For his affair is entirely good. All of his states, all of his affairs are good. But then he qualifies it وسلم, and he says, But that is not for anyone save the true believer. This ability, this privilege that Allah grants us to be in a state of goodness is only granted to the believer. And the Prophet ﷺ explains further, That if something that is pleasing, now take note with me for a moment, the Prophet ﷺ doesn't say if something good befalls him. He tells us if something that he finds easy or pleasing or joyful befalls him, he is grateful. Then it is something indeed that is good for him. The goodness is in the response of the heart. It is in the response of the tongue. It is in our perspective. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon us things that are pleasing to us, when we find moments of ease in our lives, the proper response of the mu'min is to have shukr, to see the source of it, to know where it comes from, and to be in a state of shukr. This is again what makes all of our affairs good. But the Prophet ﷺ continues, 
because not all of life is that which is easy or pleasing. And then the Prophet reminds, tells us and teaches us, but when something that is painful and harmful befalls him, he is patient. The true believer will be patient and it is then good for him. Both states end up in good for the believer because of the appropriate spiritual response. Each of us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tests in this world. He tells us in Surah Tabarak that we read often, All of these, both the gifts and the bounties and the ease and the blessings is a test. And the difficulties and the sorrows and the pains are a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the sign of passing this test, of meeting it with the appropriate, appropriate spiritual state is as the Prophet wasallam teaches us to have shukr for those things that we find pleasing and to have sabr for those things that we find difficult. And we have to change our perspectives and not see things as good befalling me or evil befalling me, but asking, is my heart where my Lord commands it to be? And only when that is the case is it truly khayr. And these are the twin virtues of the believer, the sabr and the shukr. And we have to inculcate these in our hearts. But then there are many other aspects of iman. The true mu'min, the Prophet ﷺ, there are many hadiths that begin with the phrase, لا يؤمن أحدكم, that none of you truly attains to complete faith, that the iman is not perfected until this happens or that happens. And so the believer, in order to assess the state of his iman, needs to look at these things. The Prophet ﷺ tells us in the famous hadith that none of you truly believes that none of you truly believes not until you do to another what you would love done to yourself, but that you love for another. It becomes a state of the heart that is spontaneous, that the love for others and of others emanates from a heart that is illuminated by faith. This is beyond the golden rule. The golden rule is to do to another as you would have done to you. The Prophet ﷺ is calling us to something higher. When true Iman resides in the heart, it will emanate love to others. The Prophet ﷺ also tells us, لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعاً لما جئت به Until the Prophet ﷺ said, none of you truly believes until his inclinations are in order with what I have brought that the soul becomes in tune and harmonized with the guidance and the teachings of the Prophet ﷺ. That that which is displeasing to Allah doesn't sit right with us. And that which is pleasing to Allah is something to which we are drawn. And so as we engage the difficult aspects of our lives, and there are many difficulties in the ummah today, every one of you has a difficulty that another person doesn't know about. But each of you also has blessings that are a test from your Lord. That we have to return to the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ and we ask him to increase us in both shukr and in sabr. Alhamdulillah, we are present in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, reflecting on his verses and on his messenger's words. 
and rem remembering the virtues of patience and of gratitude, of loving for others what you love for yourself, and the need to discipline the soul's desires until it falls in line with the guidance of the Prophet But there is more about Iman. And in our times of great difficulty, it is important that we return to this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his book, when he describes, he says, al mu'minun." He's defining who the true believers are. They are the ones that when Allah is remembered, their hearts tremble. And if the verse, when the verses of Allah are recited to them, it increases them in iman. And upon their Lord, they rely. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us some features of complete iman. And in this are practical steps for us to inshallah work to increase and to cultivate and inculcate iman in our hearts. The recitation of Allah's book is one of the, is the most central devotion for the inculcation of iman. It is not simply a sign of the believer that his heart is moved, but that his tongue is reciting it to be connected to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, the Prophet وسلم, in his reminder of the sabr and the shukr is giving us goals to which we aspire. And that when we find ourselves in situations that test us, that we return to this guidance and to remember that this is a test of my patience or my gratitude. But the end of the verse we just recited also indicates something. And upon their Lord they rely. When you rely on your Lord, you will begin to see things differently. That you won't see things as good and evil befalling you, but you know that everything is good when it comes from your Lord. That what He decrees for you will have khair in it for you, even if you cannot see the outcome. And when you have yaqeen, true sincerity, and true faith, certainty, you will come to see the good in everything. That's why Imam al-Ghazali in his book of the Ihya calls it Kitab al-Tawheed wa tawakkul Because when you have true Tawheed, when you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only real doer in the world and all things that happen to you come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His will and His divine decree, you will as a consequence rely on Him and trust in Him and trust in His plan. And so each of us is called upon to inculcate Iman through Ibadah, through Tilawat al-Qur'an, the recitation of the Qur'an, through seeking knowledge and learning about the virtues, studying the Qur'an, studying the Hadith, but also the ulama say, righteous company. The company that you keep will either reinforce the teachings of Allah and His Messenger, will remind you when something difficult befalls you to be steadfast and strong. And when b bounties come to you, that you are reminded to be grateful to your Lord and to see the source of these divine blessings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, elevate our hearts and fill them with iman. Make us people of sabr and shukr inwardly and outwardly.